I have to tell myself, I'm here, present, I'm safe, I'm loved. I don't have to be loved by anybody else, but I have to be loved by me. And that has changed my life. Hello, and welcome back to A Sharper Life. I am your host, Nikki Sharp, a best-selling author, transformation coach, and I am here each week to give you actionable tips to help you overcome the challenges that you might be facing in order to find freedom in your life today. This podcast is your one-stop shop to help you live your healthiest and happiest and most vibrant life. Whether we're talking about how to move through challenging times with actionable tips, non-negotiable self-care tips, and how to become more vulnerable and improve your relationships, I got you covered. And yes, those are all past episodes. So if any of those sound good to you, scroll on back through the archives. And if you are new to the show and you enjoy it, please be sure to leave a five-star review and what you enjoyed about this episode as it helps others to find out about the world-class interviews, including the simple and actionable tips to change your life. Now, today I wanted to highlight a recent podcast review by Maple Sugar Snow. And she says, I followed Nikki since she first started on Instagram have both of her books and a UTP graduate and a podcast lover. I've been graced with one-on-one time with her and can say Nikki is truly the most authentic human being I have ever come across. Everything she does and says is from the heart with intention, and she truly wants you to be living your best life. Her podcast is my Monday morning walk ritual to reset my head for the week. I've watched her transform over the years into the beautiful, vulnerable, authentic, glowing, successful woman she is and can say 110% that Nikki will transform your life. The podcast is one of the ways that you can get some of the magic she has figured out in life. Make it a part of your weekly routine and you'll see it. I just want to say thank you so much for that incredible review. And if you leave one, I will do my best to read it out. I am so grateful for your support for this podcast. We have been doing it for about a year and a half now. And each week, it just keeps getting better and better. And today, that is no different. I have the one and only Alyssa Goodman, who is a prominent figure in the wellness field. She is an integrative, holistic nutritionist, author, and an inspirational speaker. And her story is not an easy one. And so I'm incredibly grateful to have her on as she has overcome a tremendous amount in her life. And she's used these challenges to help herself grow and now teach others. So Alyssa was diagnosed with cancer in her early 30s and took the alternative route to healing herself. After having two girls, she was then diagnosed with hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's, which she was able to put into remission. Her husband was then diagnosed with cancer at 43 and lost his battle a year and a half later. Alyssa decided it was time to take her health more seriously and became an integrative, holistic nutritionist. So fast forward several years, and she has helped thousands of clients manage their own health issues. She has also created several successful cleanses with Cafe Gratitude and M Cafe, including her own delivered EG Kitchen Cleanse in LA and her digital seven-day reset cleanse. Her mission is to educate and encourage healthy, mindful living and is helping others embrace the concept that we are products of what we eat and how we treat ourselves. 
Now, the cool thing about all of this is Alyssa and my conversation today will knock your socks off. And I'm just letting you know, you're going to want a pen and paper for this. She is dropping the knowledge on everything from specific lab work that you should be getting done that your normal doctor will not do to she's also sharing specific foods that you should be eliminating, or let's just say reducing from your diet. We talk about the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. And if you are someone who lives from your to-do list and you feel like you're constantly swimming upstream and like no matter what you do is just not working, you are going to want to listen to this episode because we are diving into that, the reasons why and how it is negatively affecting your health. So Alyssa is just sharing so much information. I'm also dropping in and giving my take on different things. And this is a really, really powerful conversation that I just know is going to transform the way you look about your health. And so without further ado, here is Alyssa Goodman on A Sharper Life. Alyssa, I am just so grateful to have you on A Sharper Life. You have been through so much in your life and I'm I'm excited to hear the wisdom that you will be sharing with the audience today. Well, I'm excited to be here. You know how much I love you. So uh, we've also been both been through a lot in our life over the years. And um, I'm proud of both of us. Right. We ended up. Yeah, because we really followed our passion. We followed our heart and um, we've gotten to some place where we really love what we do. Amen to them. And just off camera, we were talking about how I think it was maybe like four or five years ago, we were in Aspen at a conference speaking and and you were saying, you know, we were looking at each other being like, what am I going to do now with my life? And it's it's kind of how how beautiful of where we both are now. And, you know, we're always ever growing and changing. And so with that, what I would love to do is really start off with your story. And like, we know you today as this badass, this expert who's helping people, you're just radiant beyond belief, but you had to go through quite a lot to get there. So I'd love to hear in your own words, really the journey that has gotten you to where you are today. Yes, I know. I thank God I went through that journey as we say today. I mean, it wasn't so fun going through it, but you know, I'm 63 today and not Today is not my birthday, but I'm 63 and I just always sort of start off with, I have never felt better in my entire life. So my whole life was, I was always playing catch up because I was always tired and behind the eight ball. And I came into the world not healthy, not a strong immune system, plus emotionally, psychologically with two parents who were type A and you know, some difficulty as I'm sure you know, um, growing up with people who are just you know, expect perfection from you. It was rough because I wasn't in that state to be able to perform. So I was always sick. And then it all accumulated at 32 when I got cancer and was diagnosed at an early age. It was an early stage of cancer, but I got lucky because I was getting a massage and the woman felt a lymph node on my collarbone. So I would not have known that I had cancer without that massage. And then I ended up getting three, um, doctors talked to me about what I should do for the cancer. The first one was chemo, radiation, freeze your eggs, you know, the whole gamut go down the rabbit hole because I was 32 and young, but 
they hadn't even staged the cancer, but they scared the living daylights out of me. And the last doctor who I begrudgingly went to see said to me, you know, what's going on with your life? Are you happy? Are you like stressed? Are you emotionally, you know, doing okay? What's, do you have any practices in your life that keep you calm? And do you love your husband? Do you love your job? Um, and I was like burst into tears. I'll never forget. And I was like, who asked that, you know, as a doctor? And that was way before like, this is all happening today. Um, and I was like, no, I don't even know what happiness is. I don't know what not being stressed is. I just know that stress keeps me going and I live in a fight or flight mode. And that's all we knew really in those days. We were brought up like that. And it wasn't about self-love. That was like egotistical to love yourself in those days. So, you know, I never, I didn't have any of that. He said, let's get that together. And it's an early stage. And I think we can like not do all the aggressive chemo radiation. So I chose to do a little radiation because my family was freaking out on me. My choice would have been doing none, but I did do some, did the radiation, ended up getting hypothyroidism, then got Hashimoto's from the radiation. My immune system was compromised, um, going on to have two girls. And then 11 and a half years later, my husband's diagnosed with cancer, with lymphoma as well. And he was 43 and a half, did two bone marrow transplants, went the whole Western route. I did not. I did I went and started being vegan. I started juicing. I did yoga. I went into therapy. I did everything I could. LA was fabulous. I had moved from New York to LA, so it had all that to offer. And I still do all that stuff. I'm a digger and I love to like find modalities that work. And he went into the Western and he did two bone marrow transplants and passed away of fungal pneumonia at 45. So then I'm like, I've got two girls, 10 and seven at home. And I'm like, holy shit, what the hell would I do now? I'm exhausted. Didn't know, like, health-wise, if I was going to make it, like, with my energy levels to raise these two girls alone. And then I had to figure out how to go back to work and, you know, get our life together. And that's when I went back and got educated in Eastern and Western medicine. And I didn't do it to be a nutritionist. I did it to help us. And that was what was so beautiful because... I, it was, I did two years of a program that I loved and then I started getting myself healthy and I felt good and I learned all this stuff about how to be healthy. And then Cafe Gratitude hired me to do a cleanse for them and I did it for about four and a half years, handheld those cleansers, worked with naturopaths and doctors and integrative doctors and all kinds of people to like help these people with their health issues. And it was such a great learning experience. I got firsthand and M cafe hired me to do a macrobiotic cleanse. So I was doing these cleanses that I knew nothing about cleansing and Erewhon hired me for a short time to do their cleanse. Um, and it was really like the education was exceptional. And then I started seeing how people could feel better eating really healthy on a simple, you know, five day, no dairy, no gluten, you know, just no process, no bad seed oils. I mean, in five days, their body changed and they were different people. And just in a simple, you know, getting them hydrated, just, it was wild. And then just one thing led to another. I wrote a book about cancer hacks, what my husband and I did right and wrong in our stories. And um, then ever since then, I've just been diving into more now that I'm 63, anti-aging, you know, and aging, like, and turning back the clock, I think is, as you know, sort of one of the biggest things these days. Wow. I, 
I'm so impressed and also just the, I would say the tenacity that I'm hearing from that of, it sounds like you were put in situations where like literally life and death situations, both with your health and then when your husband passed. And it's not just a, okay, I need to make a change. It's like, this is literally life and death, which is the ultimate most scary thing that we deal with. And it's so fascinating to see the route that you went and the route that your husband went. And I'm sure that, you know, if we go to a bigger level, the soul's journey, he had his own soul's plan, but it is interesting to say that at least I can imagine you went through a lot less suffering, even though you were suffering, you went through less suffering going this more holistic route versus there might've been more suffering because he wasn't dealing with the internal and the, the mind, which actually leads me to a question because you said that the massage therapist, you know, found a a swollen lymph node. And I do want to get into this a little bit later of how can we even discern if we're quote unquote unhealthy, but in that moment, like when you found, got the diagnosis and you know you you feel this lymph node because you said you you wouldn't have known otherwise now that you look back were there any signs that you weren't aware of in the moment but now that you look back you're like oh yeah actually there was this and this and this you know i think it was hard because nikki i was i never felt well So I didn't know what feeling well, you know, I wouldn't, I mean, I was always tired still and just always trying to play catch up. Um, So my energy levels were low. I had brain fog, you know, I didn't feel really connected to myself. I didn't, I I felt like my body was here, my head, you know, my body here, my head here. I wasn't connected ever. So I don't think I ever was in tune enough in those days to know that there were signs that things weren't right. I was definitely a sugar addict because of my energy being low. I was a caffeine addict. Um, so, you know, that didn't help at all. And I was just, I was disassociated. So that's what's scary. And we do see that today, as you know, with a lot of people, you yeah. know, they just don't connect. I mean, we have this intuition that's so powerful and strong. We come into the world with this intuition. And then as time goes on, that kind of, you know, goes away it diminishes. And and something that you said is you weren't in tune with yourself. And this is something with the whole intuitive eating piece that I don't like, and I don't agree with, because it is really hard to have intuitive eating if you're not in tune with yourself. And I've seen this with clients over and over and over again. And so I actually like to switch it to say, let's make it about intentional eating rather than just this like intuitive, what should I know to do? Because intuitive the whole goal is to become in tune with yourself and i i do find it interesting that you said that you would never you didn't know what it was to feel good and that i want to take that and expand a little bit and kind of peel back these layers because so many people in today's day and age and clients that i see i'm sure clients that you see they say that same thing right where i'm always like it feels like i'm swimming up river i'm always behind i can never catch up i'm stressed, I'm tired, no matter how much I sleep, I'm, you know, I always feel fatigued. And so obviously those are some warning signs. Are there any other signs that you would say for people to start looking at, to really just get a baseline of, Hey, I am not necessarily doing well. Like what are your, your almost bullet points to look for in your own life? 
Well, I would say, I mean, the sleep, as you mentioned, is huge. So if you wake up and you sleep eight hours, I mean, women need eight to 10 hours more so than men. Um, we have to restore our adrenals and most women aren't eat, you know, sleeping eight hours. But if you wake up tired after an eight hour sleep, and also if you're measuring your sleep, you know, with an aura ring or an eight sleep mattress and your scores aren't good, I mean, that's definitely something to work on. Sleep is everything. That's when your body detoxes, regenerates, heals. So if you're waking up tired, there's something there. Your cortisol levels maybe are too low when you wake up. You know, your adrenals are taxed. I mean, that that's huge. Um, also, digestion. Digestion is such a big deal these days. I mean, Nikki, I can't tell you how many people I talk to that are constipated and go for weeks and days without going to the bathroom. I'm like, oh my God, that feels like crap, right? <laughs> so that, I mean, digestion, if you're not digesting your food and you're not eliminating, you're not detoxing. So that that's also the backup of that is really not fantastic. I would say, you know, the sleep, the, you know, going to the bathroom, um, di not digesting your food. And then also it would be, you know, probably... There's so many, but brain fog, you know, just not being able to focus and function. That's that's just so rampant these days. Yeah, and I, I love how you broke those down quite simply because I feel like in the wellness, quote unquote, wellness industry as a blanket statement, it's that, you know, people focus so much on, okay, I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to start drinking more water. I'm going to go to the gym. And just like you, when I work with clients, we don't even talk about food for the first few weeks because it's the food. Yes, is so vitally important. And I wrote my own five day detox, you know, and you're doing all the cleanses. But as you said, it starts with the sleep. And I also say, let's talk about your stress levels. And so that is just so poignant that that third doctor asked that because I had like you growing up, I had acne from 11 years old. I was on Accutane three times. My dermatologist said, you know, you're one of the unlucky ones. You might have to be on this for the rest of your life. I had stomach problems at seven years, seven years old. I was hospitalized with a needle stuck up my urethra to figure out something like, I mean, really just like bizarre things going on. I had chronic headaches for a year where I had to take four Advil at 16 years old and no one asked me what's going on in your life, Nikki, it was like, okay, try the brat diet. Okay. Do this. And so I think, you know, both your and I journeys, it's like, we actually have to start with the basics and the basics are you, your body and your mind. Am I correct yeah. in, in what I heard you say Absolutely. there? Yeah. And I missed a little of the mind. I mean, you know, when I talk to clients, I mean, if they're not emotionally doing well, I know that, you know, that is the precipice of why they aren't doing well physically. So that, you know, if they don't have some practice of, you know, meditating or yoga or something to like calm the central nervous system, because we're all living in the fight or flight mode, not in the, you know, sympathetic nervous system, that's killer. That's killing us. It's downregulating our immune system. Um, and, you know, that's why I think meditation and all these practices have become so important. You know, Joe Dispenza, I know you've been to like all those beautiful ways to like tap in and to figure out how to get yourself into a better mindset and less stress and and also believe that there's a higher power out there that is 
looking out for you. That was the biggest thing for me is the universe is looking out for me. I mean, most people, you know, don't believe that. And when I tell them that, that when they don't live in LA, they're like, oh, you're so LA, you're so woo woo. <laughs> the universe <laughs> is looking out for you. But once I got that and I could really fully exhale, you know, emotionally, that changed everything. And I think that's, that's a big part of what you're saying too. Absolutely. I'd actually like to transition a little bit into that, the, the nervous system. So if I, and I'll just kind of basically explain for those listening, and then I'm going to hand it over to you because you are so incredibly knowledgeable in this. We have the sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight. That is where, you know, you get someone knocks on your door. There might be a little jolt who's there, or you get a phone call. It, it, it alerts you. And we do need fight or flight. We actually do. So the great analogy of that is in the, you know, the Sahara desert or in nature, a lion might be chasing a deer and the deer needs that fight or flight, that sympathetic nervous system to kick in, to run, to literally go and escape. And that's the energy. And so the sympathetic nervous system turns off our digestion because in that moment where you need to go run for hell, you don't need to be digesting your food. And then you have the parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest. And so that's the, the calming afterwards. And so in nature, after a deer runs or an animal, it will actually shake and it shakes off all of the energy that has built up. But that's nature, mm -hmm. right? In today's day and age, people are living in their sympathetic nervous system almost 100% of the time. So I'd love to hear you go a little bit deeper on this on both why that is, and then ways that we can not only change it and drop into the parasympathetic, but how do we even recognize that we are in that sympathetic nervous system? Yeah, that's a good, I mean, we live there because I think we've been trained over the years, you know, I think my generation, especially, you know, being in my 60s, that's what I, the only thing I knew. It was all about getting ahead, being successful, making money, you know, accomplishing things, buying things. It was it was all about that for my family. So it was always like, OK, I've got to cross everything off my list and get all this done. Like it was it was just, a, you know, a race practically to nowhere um, or I guess somewhere if it was materialistic you know you ended up somewhere but there was never a like let's slow down and you know just really reevaluate what works for you and what makes you happy and um, it was it was it's crazy to be on that treadmill and you're right um, your digestive system shuts down all your energy goes to your extremities um, and so you're not going to be digesting your food and you're not also going to be, if you take supplements, you're not going to be absorbing them or any of that. So, you know, and it also downregulates your immune system when you're in fight or flight mode. So, and then as time goes on, your adrenals get burned out, your thyroid gets affected, your hormones, your endocrine system just goes haywire. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of times that is why women have some, some women have hardcore hormone issues, you know, because everything's out of whack. Um, they're not really taking care of themselves. So, that's a huge thing that I deal with with clients. Um, I had I had hit the wall four years ago, and I had insomnia, and that was part of my insomnia. I was pushing, 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 and I thought I could just keep going, and then all of a sudden I couldn't keep going, and um, I tried everything I knew, you know, adrenal supplements like meditation, yoga, all the things that I love, um, hypnosis. 
you know, just hyperbaric chambers. I mean, air, you know, cold plunges even in those days. And it felt like nothing really worked. It was really a subconscious headspace that I was in that I needed to let go of. Now, not I know that not everybody listening is going to agree with this, but I had to do a plant medicine journey to get myself out of that fight or flight mode. And that first plant medicine journey was psilocybin. Um, and I'm not really a drug girl, so that was a little scary. And I went into that journey and we had, I had intentions of what is causing me not to relax? What is causing me not to, you know, also absorb the good things that are happening in my life? And why do I have to just keep beating myself up, you know, or beating my head against the wall to get ahead? And in that journey, I saw that, you know, I didn't believe the universe had my back. I believed that I was going to get sick again because I was always sick growing up. So I didn't believe that things were going to be okay. I didn't believe the girls were going to be okay. I was living in terror. I was terrified. And I didn't realize how much, you know, I was living in that space. And on the journey, I got to relax. I got to see that everything was going to be okay. Yes, there was shit that was going to happen, but I could get through it. The girls are going to be fine. I had to feel viscerally in my body what it felt like to feel calm and to realize that I was safe. That was huge for me. And so ever since then, I've just had to have practices where I have to stop and breathe. And breath work is huge, as you know. Um, I have to tell myself, I'm here, present, I'm safe, I'm loved. I don't have to be loved by anybody else, but I have to be loved by me. And that has changed my life like that. I know a lot. I think that is a big thing for a lot of us, you know, who live in that fight or flight mode. We just don't feel safe. Something happened to us early in our life or throughout the life, as we've talked about over the years, that was traumatic. And that got us into that fear place. And somehow we need to tap into that subconscious and try to let go of that fear, whether it's hip hypnotism, meditation practice, breath work, you know, you can do it without the drugs, as you know. Wow. I mean, what a story. I, I, I didn't know that actually that you, you did psilocybin. Did you like go to a retreat center? Like, was it a one-time thing or you did it like a few days or what I, was the journey like? And I probably did it with someone, you know, um, I probably could say his name on here, Ryan Weiss. Remember mm -hmm. Ryan? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was a really good friend of mine. He was, he was my shaman. And we did it a series of times over a few years. But after that first journey, I started sleeping again, which was pretty fabulous. But um, there was a lot I realized that came up for me that I needed to work on. There was a lot of fears. There was a lot of subconscious thoughts that weren't working for me anymore that were sabotaging me. And, you know, and I think he did it personally with me on a personal, you know, private um and it was fabulous. Uh, he was amazing because he was a friend. He held space for me. So, it, you know, now there's so many retreats and people out there that do it these days. That was like four and a half years ago um, and potentially will become legal. So there's a lot offered these days. But at, that changed my life in every way. I just I can go back to that feeling where I did feel the sense of calm and realize that I can drop into that in a very deep way. Um, I had done therapy for years. You know, I've done energy healing for years, but I never was able to drop into the body in a, you know, visceral way when I did, then when I did the plant medicine. 
the plant medicine like helped me go there. Um, and now I don't have to do it as often or, you know, because I, I've experienced that feeling. So. Right. And you've, you've integrated a lot of the, the lessons and it's interesting. I had a very similar experience with ketamine and mm-hmm. I think I, I did a course of five or six of them, and, but it was the first one, much like you say, where I was like, Oh my God, what am I getting myself into? And it was the most, I, I did a podcast episode. I think it's like the second one I ever released. And it was mind blowing because as you said, it's like, I saw and felt this connection to the universe that was undescribable to the human mind. And I think what what happens, well, not I think, I know, but what happens in those journeys is that we get out of that conscious mind and we get into the subconscious. And in our day-to-day life, we can't just tap into the subconscious. It's 95% of our brain and scientists have a very hard time studying it, but that 95% controls everything in our life. And what I actually really appreciate is that as we're talking here, you are, you know, this incredible wellness expert and as am I knowing many of the things and yet how interesting the conversation has actually turned to the mind and the subconscious and what are we holding in the body? And, you know, I'd I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, but what I, I experience with clients is that, and with myself, as I've done the healing, that it's the food you eat you're not actually making a decision to eat the food you're eating. That's the conscious mind. It's all coming from a subconscious place. And so, as you said, you might be having all the supplements or you might be having the cleanse, but it's not, the nutrients are not assimilating if you are not dealing with the stress in your body. And so with that being said, (laughs) what's your recommendation on someone who's listening to this and they're like, okay, hey, I, I can resonate with one or two, or maybe all of those pieces, what do you recommend on like, how does someone start where, because there's so many tools and things and stuff and modalities. I know. Where do we start? I know that. So I work with this woman. I work with a couple of healers. One is she's on unplug and insight timer on the meditation apps. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she, her name is Camilla Sacra And she is one of the most incredible humans. She's a hypnotist and a meditation person. And you do a session with her. A lot of clients do. And like an hour session with her, she taps right into your subconscious. Everybody has a different thing going on with their subconscious. You know, some clients don't eat healthy and they want to just be able to get up and automatically eat healthy or the cancer people who want to be in a healing mode. They don't want to be in a terrified, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make it mode. Like there's all people who don't exercise. Like she can tap in to whatever's going on with you and, and what you want to accomplish and be able to turn that around. It is so wild, Nikki. She basically does like taps in, does a hypnotism with you or does a meditation with you that is personalized for you. And my clients say they get up and they just automatically choose healthy. Like they do it for about a month or six weeks and they have to listen to the the meditation again or maybe see her again. But it sometimes lasts for a month or two months. I think that I know 
that's a beautiful way, or even just listening to some of her meditations on Insight Timer and Unplug. Um, I think that just to tap into, you know, how important you are as a person and how important it is for you to take care of yourself, you know, and to love yourself. And like I said earlier, not in an ego way, but in a way of like, you know, you want to have the best life in this world. You have a lot of years to live. I mean, in the old days, we didn't live that long, but nowadays we're living into the eighties, nineties. I mean, so in order to do that, you really need to own, you know, what is works for you and also step into your power. And the only way to do that is to really deal with that subconscious and mind stuff. And also to really try to fall in love with who you are, the good and the bad and feel like, wow, I really am important here and I am wanted and I am needed in this world. So I think those that's really important to get people to tap into eating healthy and to take care of themselves so they don't get sick and get cancer. And, you know, to also realize that they're doing a service for their, I know for my girls, it's been a gift to have them watch me reinvent myself at 50 and then also feel so good as I've aged you know, so to be able to see that um, is pretty amazing and powerful and it's something to hand down to them that, it, you know, they're capable of just about doing it. We are. We are. Our bodies are capable of healing from anything. You and I have seen that. I, I've seen stage four cancer heal without treatment. I've seen people go off their insulin, off their diabetes medication, like it, it lose weight just and eating regular food. You know, I mean, if you want it, you can do it. I love it. And I, I really love that you said, or the focus on you are worthy, you are enough, you are loved. And, and I think in what I've seen with clients and myself in this journey is that the belief that I'm not good enough, that's where the sabotage starts. That's where, you know, we choose the pizza or the donuts over the green juice, for example. So I, I really appreciate that. I would love to hear your take. Obviously, you know, you and I are both massive fans on doing cleanses, detoxes. Now, I'm sure both of us have similar views that some are healthy, some are not. There are a few naysayers out there saying, and, and even doctors saying, no, you don't need to do a detox or a cleanse. Your body is doing the thing that it's meant to do. What are your viewpoints on this? And what would you say to those, the quote unquote naysayers or those who just think, you know, I, I don't, I don't need to. Right. You know, I would say that probably, you know, we are on the same page with this. I believe, you know, we talk about, you know, it's cleanse gets a bad word. You know, it's a bad, you know, it really is my, sometimes I wish I could rename my cleanse. Um, but it really is about eating real food, going back to the basics of taking out anything inflammatory that doesn't agree with you or the typical sugar, too much sugar. We all eat too much sugar. We all, the dairy, we know we can't digest cow dairy usually. Um, the gluten, some people don't have a problem with gluten. Some people do, right? Some people have a problem with nightshades. Some people don't. So we again have to go back to tapping into what is my digestion saying after I eat that? Do I not feel good? Do I have brain fog? Do I have major sugar cravings? You know, it's, I'm just giving these people on my five day cleanse 
you know, over 50 different vegetables in five days. Like who can say they can have the consciousness of like choosing 50 different vegetables in five days. So we want to give them all of these just to see how, you know, to see what it feels like to eat a plant-based diet. And by the way, I do eat animal protein, but my cleanse is more plant-based just to give them a break from animal protein. Um, some of the cleansers do add animal protein to it, but it really is. Your body knows how to digest real food. You know, it doesn't have bad seed oils. It's not processed. Um, it has, you know, the cleanse has very little sugar, no gluten, you know, no processed or any, um, I would say it's like really easy to digest food, salads, soups, tonics, lattes, homemade super seed bar. Um, in five days, your body can reset very quickly with taking all those bad things out. So that's what I consider a cleanse. I mean, some of my cleansers say, like, I've never eaten so much food in five days and I've lost weight. Holy cow, that was crazy. Um, so again, you know, it's just, it is giving your body what it needs, the nutrients. I try to get people to eat eight to 10 cups of vegetables. My clients, their eyes glaze over, like, how the hell do I do that? Um, but on the cleanse, it's super easy. You know, I just, I really am just trying to get nutrients into people, get them hydrated, you know, the basics of stuff that they already know too, right? Don't you think? A lot of people you talk to, they know they should be hydrated. They know that they should be eating more vegetables. They know if they're not breaking down animal protein, they need to probably be taking some enzymes to help break down, you know, that saturated fat from the animal protein or the, all of that. So that's what my cleanse is all about is really just fueling, nourishing, nurturing people. Um, and I love the soup part because it's, it's nurturing, it's nourishing. So that's, that's, you know, my belief system. I hate starvation. I hate deprivation. You know, there are people that can do well on it, but most people don't do so well. Yeah. Agreed on that. And, and I would say too, because we, we have similar cleanses in the sense of it's plant-based, taking out certain things while adding. And I think the emphasis on adding in all the things that your body needs. What I say to people too about, you know, whenever someone comes to me and says, oh, you know, you don't, you don't need a cleanse. It's, well, at some point, do you, do you wash your car, right? Do you go to the, the washer and you have it vacuumed? It's like, you know, of course your car can continue running, but it will run better if you clean it. And so that's the same as the body. And it's, it's just like anything else you can do with like a social media detox. I always find when I do those and I go offline, I always say I'm going to do like five days and I end up being like four weeks. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't actually want to get back online. And then of course the, the algorithm devils make it. So your fear is like, oh my God, if I don't, but I always find that I'm so much more calm and happy and you know, my mind is flowing better and I have more energy and I sleep better even when I'm just off social media. So then you add on the food portion of it. And just like you said, I have found, I mean, clients, same, same, right? Lose an insane amount of weight in five days. And that's partially because it's inflammation. And part yeah. of it is because your body is actually assimilating the nutrients that you've not been having. And so I, I love your answer. Now, what would you say, Alyssa, are the top like five things that people should just avoid, like blanket statement? If you were to say it's this and why, because a lot of people are going to be like, oh, well, I should avoid sugar. And then me and Nikki Sharp, I'm like, no, 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 we shouldn't just 
you know, blanket avoid it because that goes into other things like orthorexia. But if you had to kind of sum it down, what would you say for this? I would say you just need to watch your sugar intake. You know, you're right. I mean, sugar does give us energy. You know, some of it is good for us, but we overdo the sugar. That's the problem. So, you know, I wouldn't say take out the sugar completely at all. Like I'm definitely on your page. Um, same with every, I mean, you know, the gluten too, you just, you got to watch um, if it, if you don't digest it and you don't do well with it, um, or, or if you have some celiac or, you know, something to do with gluten intolerance, but you go to Europe and you can eat gluten, of course. Right. So you just got to pay attention to what is your digesting and not, and what your, you know, gut is telling you after you eat a meal. Um, I really don't like cow dairy for some reason. I just, that's like a no go for me because I, most people don't feel good after cow dairy. I take them off cow dairy and they're better like in three days. So, um, I don't mind sheep and goat. So if you like cheese, you know, there is, there are other alternatives. Those bad seed oils are so inflammatory. And, so, and let's talk about that actually really quickly yeah. because this has become more and more prevalent and I'm seeing, you know, little Instagram graphics like, before, after seed oils and, you know, the, the person is bigger, can you tell us what is a seed oil and why is it bad and what sort of foods are they normally found in? So they really are highly processed oils and, um, and they're cheap oils, you know, like sunflower and um, some canola and like, you know, just it's they're only like olive oil is good. Avocado oil is good. You know, even some walnut oil is good, but they're really the, you know, cheap oils that people use to cook with, especially at the restaurants. Um, they're full of omega sixes. So that's the inflammatory. Um, and we never have a balance really of omega three is, you know, lowers inflammation. Omega six raises inflammation and omega nine sometimes do as well. So, you know, it's, it's really in the processed food and in restaurants, you got to be careful. I mean, not saying that you can't have processed food once in a while and you can't eat out to restaurants, but when you're home, try to eat, you know, use grass fed butter or ghee or olive oil or, you know, avocado oil, um, coconut oil too, but it can be, you know, very high in saturated fat and can raise your cholesterol to some degree if you're overdoing it. Um, but the other oils I do not use at all. Good no. to know. And then in terms of, let's say someone is battling inflammation, what are the key signs to even know if you have inflammation in the body? And then what are the either tools or supplements or foods that you would recommend? Hmm. That's a, that's a loaded question. <laughs> you know, a lot of times you can tell, I mean, by inflammation, just by puffiness, you feel puffy, right? I mean, the face is puffy, the body's puffy. Um, also brain fog is inflammation. I think that, you know, not digesting and like having like bloating and gut issues is a bit of inflammation. So, um, I'm actually now doing blood work on clients since January and I test their systemic inflammatory markers with the HSCRP number. It's a highly sensitive C-reactive protein. Um, I'm seeing a lot of very high CRPs, which is, you know, not good because then I can really see the inflammatory markers in their body too. Um, also testing nutrient deficiencies like omega-6s and 9s and, you know, the what how it's comparing to omega-3s as well to see what they need. Um, but 
inflammation, I, th- I feel like, you know, the important inflammations are omegas, omega threes are huge supplement wise. I always am taking omega threes, like high doses, 1200, 1500 to 2000 a day. Cause I don't think we get enough of that. And then I love curcumin you know, or curcumin, however you want to say it. But I think, you know, it's an antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, antioxidant, um, amazing for inflammation. If you're not on a blood thinner, I take up to, you know, 2000 milligrams of, of, of curcumin a day. Um, I would say that, you know, what are some other omega, like, really good. I mean, I really focus on also hydration and getting people to move their digestive system and motility, you know, so to really get, you know, things out of the body, you know, upping the fiber, getting cholesterol out of the body, all of that. Um, hydration is women need 94 ounces, you know, it used to be half your body weight like years ago, but now it's 94 ounces. Men are like 124 ounces. Most people don't even get near that. You know, so getting them hydrated, giving them minerals in their water so they really absorb the water too. Water goes right through us and we pee it right out these days. We have beautiful water at our fingertips, but we don't have minerals in our soil and our food. We're not absorbing the minerals. So I give them mineral powders to put in their water um, and then increasing their fiber. A lot of times they don't even come near like clients are, I'm like 30 is a minimum and they're count their fiber and like, Oh my God, I'm getting 18 or, you know, 20 at the most. I thought I was good at that, but um, to really like remove some of this, you know, toxins out of the system to lower the inflammation. Amazing. When it comes to the water, actually, so why 94? Cause that, that's, it feels like an abstract number. I know. So <laughs> Do you know why, like, what was the, the science behind I that? I can't remember, like, the science that I read that it was, you know, that we needed, ni- I know, 94 and 124 but, but for men. 94, apparently that's 94 what it is. <laughs> so then in terms of, because I noticed this, I drink a lot of water. I pee a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, there are times where, just as you're saying, for how much water I'm drinking, I actually don't necessarily feel as if I'm hydrated. Like, I'm dry. My mouth feels parched quite often. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about that recently of, I feel like I should be doing some, I already double filter my water. So what, when you say putting minerals in the water, what are specific examples of a, a supplement or a brand that you like? And why do we, why do we put that mean? in? Yeah, that's a good question. Cause I, I mean, I'm a little obsessed with this company called Ultima Replenisher. Have you heard of them? I, Probably over maybe. The years, I have maybe. to look at their, I'll, yeah. I'll go look at afterwards. So they have magnesium, manganese, potassium, sodium, zinc, C. They have a array of like great minerals that help the water go into your cells. You do need minerals to help water go into your cells. If you eat complex carbs, that, that's loaded with minerals. So that also is helpful. You take a pinch of sea salt if you don't want to buy a mineral powder pinch of Himalayan sea salt or black, you know, Celtic salt, you put it in your water, that's full of minerals. That also is helpful. It'll give you energy. It'll help you absorb the water. I always use this analogy, like I'll get on a flight to New York and I'll get a 32 ounce bottle of water and put that Ultima replenisher 
in there, just a travel packet. It is sweet with stevia, which I, you know, don't love. So I dilute it like crazy, but I swear to God, Nikki, I will not have to get up to go to the bathroom that whole five, six hour flight. It's wild. Now I'll get up to stretch my legs, but I won't have to, and I'll be energized and like, it's great for jet lag. I mean, that's my favorite mineral powder. There's tons of them out there. Element, you know, is, is more sodium based is more, this one just has more of the magnesium, potassium, manganese, the other minerals as well. I love their ray of the balance of that, not just the sodium or the chloride. So that's great. I, I actually, I love that. And I'm going to go, I will <laughs> take this on as a challenge and actually maybe, maybe I'll do a little, maybe this will come out in a few weeks and I'll do a little, a, a tester to see, and maybe I'll do a little insert here to see if that's actually you know, what my experience is, because I'm doing right. a lot of travels in the next few weeks. And, and I do find, yeah, I'm, I'm drinking a lot, I'm peeing a lot. And I'm like, but I also, I personally really. love water. Yeah. And I know, I think I've trained myself. So I, I also crave water because I just love it. And yeah. I think that's a big portion to the wellness, just having a quote unquote healthy life is you have to train yourself to love the things you're doing. Yeah. Because if you, you do. don't like water, you're not going to drink it. And so it's, yeah, I agree with so just many finding. Don't. You know, so many people don't love water. It's wild I to know. talk to them. I know, you know. And have you ever heard of Holstein, the water company? Not. From It's from, they got this family, discovered this water. They searched for about 10 years. The mom is a scientist and they found the water in the Austrian Alps. They do not pump it up. It comes up naturally. It has to be the best water I've ever had in my entire life. It's called Holstein, H-A-L-L-S-T-E-I-N. You'll have to check it out. It's alkalized. It also has oxygen in it. It's oxygenated. They don't pump it up. It never sees the light of day. Was that your cat? Yeah, my, for those listening, my, my <laughs> sweet little kitty just jumped up and is like rubbing all over the microphone. <laughs> Like that was a leg or was that yeah she's she's oh. uh, trying to come and say hello she's a, a cute so one sweet you know yeah. speaking of actually water i know that you recently did your blood work and you found a lot of heavy metals in it and you you said that you attributed that to tap water now i'd love to get into mm -hmm. this because there's obviously we need to get people just drinking more water and so i i try to tell people hey Let's make the step of not drinking enough to at least you don't need to go get the filter and all this because we want to take away barrier to entry to just, yeah. okay, just start drinking more water very quickly. Then we can, you know, do those bridges. But it's also making me think a little bit like, oh, should I really be telling people to drink tap water? But then you also have other experts saying no, but they put minerals in it. So what's your view and based on your lab work? about tap water. Yeah, it was really weird because I have a reverse osmosis little sink water that I use a lot. I put the water in my coffee maker. I make tea with it all day. I was also filling my water up to with my Ultima Replenisher with it because um, I would save the Holstein because it's expensive. So I kind of like was using this. And yeah, my levels in the fall came up very high arsenic. And my naturopath was like, what are you doing every day that is giving you this amount of arsenic? So we go test the reverse osmosis little sink water and it's super off the charts high in arsenic. So it wasn't filtering out, you know, that, that heavy metal. And LA is known for arsenic. 
So LA, so you just want to investigate your city water, see what's going on with those heavy metals, you know, in your city water. Cause some cities are cleaner, like New York probably has cleaner water, is, you know. Is there a way to test this or a website you would recommend yes. going to? I can give it to you. Yes. You can definitely, it's very easy to do. Super and, easy. And what, what's the website? And the website is, do you know what the website is? Ann Wells. <laughs> for water, testing the water. What did we use for it? Yeah. Tap score. Tap score. Tap score. Amazing. Tap score. I didn't okay. even know this. I love yeah. it. I love it. So, I'm going to everyone yeah. go look at tap score and tap see score all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. So tap score the water. Just see what's going on with your water. You know, I, we, then I ended up getting one of those little not expensive pitchers, pure P U R and it filters out all the heavy metals. So then getting tested again, um, the arsenic was down. You know, so heavy metals, as you know, wreak havoc with the, we are talking about inflammation, talking about something that is underlying that can really create all kinds of health issues. Mercury from the fish, you know, are like arsenic also from rice that isn't from rice that's been tested. Lundberg is the only rice out there. I think company that tests their rice for arsenic. Chicken has arsenic. You know, so the heavy metals are pretty, I test all my clients with their heavy metals. Um, and it's really wild how high people are coming up with more arsenic and mercury is the popular ones. Wow. That's crazy yeah. to me. Okay. So. And by the way, when those arsenic numbers came up, my Hashimoto's reemerged, but right. kind of every, yeah, everything kind of like, you know, started to kind of go haywire with those heavy metal numbers. Interesting. Okay. So it sounds like, you know, really get a filter. And I, I've also read and seen a lot of research that filters like Brita don't actually do anything. Yeah. Um, I have pure, it's P-U-R under my sink. And then we also have a Brita. So it's kind of, I'm already filtering it once. And then if the Brita does anything or not, who knows? Yeah. Um, what in terms of blood work, because this is something that I actually have not, I haven't had my blood work test in a really long time because it, look, I'm going to be really honest here. It, and this is a full excuse. I'm like, Oh, it's hard to find. How do I find the doc? Cause I'm in Miami. I didn't have health insurance for a while. I got married. I got under my husband's one. So then I'm like, Oh, I got to call and find the health insurance, which one and make the appointment and this, Oh, and she's not available. Okay. So point blank, I, I just haven't done it. Now I also base everything on how do I feel? How am I sleeping? I track scores, things like that. But I also am very aware that I'm somewhat on a level sabotaging myself just by not knowing. What would you say are the most important markers to go test for in labs? Because I think there's also, at least I would say for myself, and I live and breathe and teach this industry. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, what am I looking for? What should I find? What's the most important? So if I'm confused as Nikki Sharp, I can only imagine the listener might be too. So Alyssa, yeah. enlighten yeah. me. What should I be doing here? It is confusing, you know, because I would get blood work from doctors and they barely tested anything. You know, they'd be a CBC with differential and they do a TSH, which is a thyroid marker. They wouldn't do the full thyroid panel. Um, they would do glucose, but not A1C. So 
there are some really important markers. Um, vitamin D is crucial. So Nikki, if your vitamin D is in over 50 on your blood work, you're not going to feel cognitively good functioning at your highest or have some like really energy and drive and also immunity. I mean, it's also important for gut health, but everybody's under 50 on the blood work that you probably don't have a problem in Miami with the sun and being outside, but you know, a lot of other places people don't get that. And they're also wearing sunscreen. So vitamin D is crucial. And I've noticed even getting people's vitamin D up has helped their cholesterol go down because vitamin D is very important for cholesterol. So also blood sugar markers, you know, yes, like fasting glucose and A1C, but A1C is the most important one. That's a three month marker of your blood sugar everybody's A1C is 5.3, It's supposed to be 4.8 to 5.0. So that's been fascinating. Um, ferritin levels, which is your iron storage, in the teens or even below, this supposed to be 90. So ferritin is really the gas pedal for your T3, which is your thyroid and also for your metabolism and just also for your energy levels, right? Or also for issues with, you know, hair, skin and nails or constipation. Yeah, there's, I mean, so ferritin, vitamin D, A1C. Also, I love doing the CRP, which we talked about earlier. Just seeing if there's an overall inflammatory issue going on with your body. Because when you have very high inflammatory markers, it could be something related to cancer, you know, potentially. Um, but, and then there's also, I love the heavy metals. I love doing hormones on people. Even people in their 30s, the doctors won't do hormones because they said, why? Because you're too early, you know, you're too young to be in perimenopause or any of that. But there's markers like DHEA, which is a precursor to the hormones or pregnenolone. They're both coming from the adrenals and they could be taxed and you could just supplement with those and be a different person, you know, because your adrenals could get like restored and then your thought, then your hormones could be, you know, precursors could help balance those hormones before you go into perimenopause. I mean, it is, and cholesterol too, there's, there's certain numbers. Yes, you do the LDL, HDL, triglycerides, but you can look and see if you have genetic markers for high cholesterol, or you can look and see if you have you know, big fluffy molecules of cholesterol, which isn't bad, which is not, you know, if they're high and it's so it's nothing to worry about. But if they're small and dense molecules of cholesterol, it's a little bit to be worried about. So there's so much fun stuff to investigate. It's wild. And thyroid too, T4, T3, TSH, reverse T3. I mean, you can see what's really going on or, or cortisol, you know, what's like when someone wakes up what their cortisol levels are, you know, is it low? And, you know, they're barely making it out of bed. And then, of course, they're going to have issues throughout the day and maybe have issues sleeping. Um, yeah, there's just, it's, it's so, I don't know how I get into like all of that, but I love, love the blood work. I mean, it is, and also B12s are low, you know, even though people are taking B12, they're not absorbing it. So there's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. And well, looking at lymphocytes, lymphocytes, monocytes, because everybody has Epstein-Barr virus, every viral issues. Plus with the COVID, you know, that has really raised people's Epstein-Barr or viral loads because they had COVID and they don't realize they're dealing with now a kind of a chronic viral issue that's raised its ugly head and, and not gone down again. You know, not Is that lower. what you would kind of say, like, the, is the long, long COVID when it... yeah. Okay. Yeah, has reemerged and is causing all kinds of havoc. Yeah, interesting. Well, everything. Oh my goodness! I, I, 
you're inspiring me to just get my shit together and go and go get my labs done. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Fine. You convinced me, Alyssa. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you twisted my arm. Right. So with that, I ask every guest and I'd love to hear what are your top three tips on how to live a sharper life? My top three tips are what we talked about a lot on this podcast. Um, finding a way to self, to love yourself is so crucial, you know, um, to love every part of you and you're not gonna love every part of yourself. So I'll take that back just to love who you are and that you're important in this world is, is hugely important. The second tip is tapping into how to have a, a stress practice, a meditation or, you know, something that can get you into where you can really get back in touch with yourself and your intuition. Cause your intuition knows everything. Your intuition knows what to eat, who to hang out with, you know, how many hours to sleep, what supplements to take, what food to eat. I mean, it's crazy. So I would say number two is just really to try to get back in touch with your intuition because you know what's best for yourself. And I would say the third one is, I mean, you know that I'm a huge juicer. Um, I, I, I've juiced since I got cancer for 30 years. Um, when I was 32, I got cancer. So it's, I never add any fruit to my juices, but that's how I get a lot of my vegetable intake in. Sometimes I juice, sometimes I just throw those, those, um, vegetables in a blender. Um, and I, and I drink them and I just absolutely think that has been life changing for myself as well as my skin, you know, by vitality, um, to get those nutrients at a cellular level, you know, has been just super powerful. Amazing. Thank you so much, Alyssa. I will put all of your links and everything in the show notes. Please, as you're listening to this, go follow Alyssa. She is incredible. And I really can't recommend, especially your Instagram enough, because you <laughs> just provide so much free, insane value that if if someone were not even to work with you, which I hope they do after this, I mean, I learned so much every time that I watch your videos. So I just want to say thank you so much for not only being here today, but really showing us that when you go through a journey, it might be tough. It might be challenging and you it might be literally life and death. And there is always something on the other side if you stay positive and learn and grow. And you're just such an inspiration to me, to your clients, to everyone else. So I want to say thank you for being here and, and literally being here, leading us in the way. So thank you, Alyssa. Well, you just totally made my week, my day, my week, my month. Uh, it was such a pleasure to be on with you. And I feel the same way about you. Very much so. You know, I just, I love being with like-minded people. I got so lucky when I entered this space 10 years ago or, or 13 years ago now that I got to meet people like you. There was a small community of us that were looking for the same things, striving for the same thing in our life, right? For a better life, for a peaceful life, for a life full of, you know, we're just always searching for something that is going to make us feel good and make us better people. And I think, or just loving people and compassionate people. And I feel like you're part of my tribe. Thank you. You're, you're such a special one. And thank you, the listener, for being here for, you know, I hope you took something away. Please share this episode with anyone that you feel might benefit or value from the information. 
And until next week, here's to a sharper life.